For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Before Shopify, were you wondering, where are my sales at? Now you're selling with Shopify, the global commerce platform supercharging your selling. You have no problem selling online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Gary, easy on the cha-ching. <clears throat> oh, sorry, but my Shopify sales are through the roof. Start selling with Shopify today and discover how millions of businesses around the world use Shopify to ignite their selling. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. Shopify.com slash listen. Closer to the action. Going to get closer to that game day breakdown as best as we can. Who doesn't love gambling? And my next guest on the show, yes, my guy Anthony Servino from the game day. He is the prop king. You are going to be amazed at how well he has done in his gambling props and the exotic props that he's got lined up for you. I, I'm, I'm not even going to give you any more secrets. Just get your pen, get your paper. And enjoy this interview with Anthony Servino of The Game Day. What a better time than to start talking about your Super Bowl bets, your Super Bowl prop bets, lines, everything. I need an expert on this show. I, Kenny Betts Big, who works at The Game Day, who you and I both know, Anthony Servino, hello and welcome. I, he doesn't like prop bets. And it really? drives me nuts. He says, I don't do prop bets. Meanwhile, then he tells everyone, oh, we should do, a, you know, two shows on Sunday. <laughs> we should do two shows. And I'm like, all right, you ready to do all the prop bets? You are the prop king. I'm going to give you the crown. On Sunday, I'm going to be the prop queen for the game day on our live day show. Anthony, say what's up to the good people. How you doing? How you feeling this morning? I'm doing great. I'm feeling fantastic this morning. <laughs> are you feeling confident on Sunday? I, I My first question is, uh, the weather is a big concern, at least from yesterday, Ian Rappaport, scaring the shit out of everyone, <laughs> more or less, basically saying that the weather is going to be 75 degrees and torrentially raining on Super Bowl Sunday. Uh, are, are you concerned about the weather affecting any of the prop bets, the overs, the unders, a sloppy field, more heavily relied on the running game? I mean, it's, is it going to change the game plan? I'm, I, I'm not really overreacting to this weather because I, I, I did an instant reaction over at the game day NFL.com uh, on the Ian Rappaport tweet about the weather of, and, and sure there's a 75% chance of rain, but the winds are supposed to be right around six to nine miles per hour. And in my research of all the weather, the wind is the worst because the wind can affect, uh, you know, a quarterback can throw an accurate pass. All of a sudden the wind takes it and it's intercepted or incomplete uh, on the third down. And, and then there's a change of downs and that changes the whole course of the game. Same thing with the field goal and field position and, and punts and their hang time. Whereas rain and snow, unless you're Lamar Jackson in the snow, 
Most of these guys, they know how to play in cold weather and the snow. And the same thing in the rain. I'm not too worried. Now, if it's a torrential downpour, sure, we're going to see a lot more running. And that could affect things. Uh, that could slow down, especially on, on the Kansas City end. Uh, they're built on speed and big plays. And all of a sudden, if there's a lot of rain and a wet field and Tyree Kill and McCole Hardman and Sammy Watkins, they're speed guys. If they're all of a sudden made human because of that field, that gives a big shift to Tampa Bay. And also what also will give a big shift to Tampa Bay, I trust their running backs more in bad weather. Ronald Jones and especially Leonard Fournette, who has been, whether people like it or not, because Leonard Fournette's the butt of a lot of jokes, he's been the best running back in the postseason so yeah. far. 74-plus total yards and a touchdown in all three games. Um, the biggest running back on either team. I, I think this helps the Tampa Bay Buccaneers if there was heavy rain. But, I, again, I'm not worried about it. Look what a couple of weeks ago in, in Green Bay, the blizzard, Tennessee, and and the Green Bay Packers, Lambeau Field, people were worried about that weather. That game went over, and Aaron Rodgers went ballistic. Yeah. Um, it's interesting that you talk about playoff Lenny. That is probably, if I'm taking the temperature of the room, of just the amateur betters, the media members, uh, Leonard Fournette's line to go over 95 yards, and you even have a combined prop bet for Fournette. Playoff Leonard Fournette, playoff Lenny to go over 95 yards and a touchdown combined with him and Ronald Jones plus 200. Why is that? To me, um, Leonard Fournette has been hot in the postseason, uh, not only total yardage wise, but also rushing yardage wise. And if we go back and, and Ronald Jones, if, if we remember in the wild card game, he was active, but the knee contusion acted up. So he, he they wanted to deactivate him, and they couldn't, so he didn't see a touch in that game. Uh, the knee contusion is a lingering injury, and it can come up at any time. But back in Week 12, when these two teams faced off, Leonard Fournette didn't do much, and Ronald Jones had a pretty good game. So I think combined, especially if Ronald Jones is healthy, 99 or, or 95 and a half yards and a touchdown combined between these two backs going against the Kansas City defense – they're better against the pass than they are against the run. That's almost a lock, especially at plus 200 odds. That's at Bet Rivers and Sugar House Casinos. Let's talk about his quarterback, Tom Brady. Um, his line is 295 and a half passing yards. Now, I actually predicted that he would go under that 300-yard threshold. He Oh, I think it was 280 last week, and he just did, or 288, and he just did 280. Um, I think this is going to be, just given everything that you just said about Leonard Fournette and uh, the meticulous tending of that offense that Brady tends to do, I, I just can't see him going and throwing over 300 yards. He was held under 300 yards from the Saints game and the Packers game. Granted, he threw 345 against the Chiefs in that terrible loss, uh, you know, in, in week 12. But on the other side of the ball, I mean, what is he doing? He's playing catch-up because Tyreek Hill had uh, 264 himself. Can you see Brady going under that total? Do you like that? 
I, I like the under on the passing yards. He went off for 381 against the Washington football team in a wild card round. Uh, goes for nine, uh, 199 against the New Orleans Saints and then 280 against the Green Bay Packers. Uh, I, I do like the over under on two and a half uh, passing touchdowns for Tom Brady, yep. but yardage wise, I just don't know. And, and if this game, I, I like the but Tampa Bay Buccaneers to win. They were my preseason favorite ever since Ta- Tom Brady signed in Tampa Bay. Um, unless he has to pass for a ton of yards, this is going to go under. I like his touchdown over, but yardage, I don't think he's going to have to do as much as people believe he'll have to do. Especially the, the biggest key here on the other side of the ball, I don't want to interrupt, uh, is no. the fact that the Kansas City Chiefs, both of their projected week one starting tackles, Mitchell Schwartz, he missed a bunch yeah. of time this year, has been an IR. And then Eric Fisher is uh, with the Achilles injury suffered in the AFC championship game. This Tampa Bay front seven, they're going to get to Patrick Mahomes. And this is a team that they don't normally run the ball very well. Anyway, we could be looking at one dimensional. Sean Murphy bunting has an interception uh, in each of the past three postseason games. I I, 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 I kind of see this game going completely different than other people. And Tom will just have to be Tom Brady, not make many mistakes, not have to throw for a lot of yards and walk away with a seventh ring. I agree with everything you're saying. I was saying that yesterday. It starts and it ends with that offensive line with the Chiefs losing two all-pro tackles. Uh, that's brutal. And they're going up against the Bucks' number one defense and the pressures that they have put on. Uh, you know, I, Aaron Rodgers is, is, is not, uh, you know, a rookie or a young guy in this league. Uh, he's seen a lot of blitzes and a lot of pressures, and he had a lot of trouble containing that Bucks pass rush. And, um, you know, I... I that's everything that Tom Brady knows. And as long as he can stay within his game, he will have success um, on Super Bowl Sunday. I have no doubt about that. One, an interesting prop ed that you brought up is uh, some of these things. And it's so crazy as we're talking to Anthony Servino of the game day. uh, When you look at some of the books, um, my first question, like how many prop ed's do you put in on a Sunday? I've heard some, Crazy analysts say that they put in 500 prop bets on a Super Bowl (laughs) Sunday. But some of them, it's so worth going down the rabbit hole. When you go into a FanDuel Sportsbook app and you're looking at some of the plus 1,000, plus 5,000 bets, the combinations, and just the quirky things that you find. And one of them that you pointed out in your game day article is that Tom Brady has a rushing prop if he goes over Half a yard, it's plus 145. Is that the easiest prop bet on Sunday? It's got to be one of the easiest props, well, I, right? I, I mean, this is a quarterback on. sneak here, and we know that they like to run that that hurry-up offense on a third and short, even on the goal line, where they'll do a quick snap. Tom Brady gets the first down. That's almost a lock. Yeah, no, and I mean, how many times I've seen him, his guys aren't open down the field, and I mean, he's just going to rush five yards to to the sideline. I, 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 that's crazy. Tom Brady has been logged with the rushing attempt uh, in all but three games this year. I, I don't even know why that number is so low, and you'd be you'd be curious to find out that no, why no one knows um, that that prop bet is out there. Let's switch over to the other side of the ball. Patrick Mahomes in his prime. Uh, What can you say about this guy that can't be said about some of the greats? And he's playing one of the greats. And we can expect 
his very best in this game. And Patrick Mahomes, personally, his prop bets are pretty high. Uh, one of them that's sticking out to me, which is crazy, is he has over 40 and a half passing attempts is his line right there. He had 51 against the Bucs in week 12, but I, that's way too high in my perspective, right? For a Super Bowl or is it on point? Uh, well, let's consider all the factors here. This is projected, the last time I checked, a 56-point over under. This is projected to be a high-scoring game uh, back in Week 12 when these two teams faced off. Mahomes had 49 attempts in that game against Tampa Bay, uh, and, it, and I believe that did go under. It was set at 56 as well, and, and the total was 51. I, I do like the over in this game, and if you're the Kansas City Chiefs, I, I know Clyde Edwards-Hilaire was a late first-round pick, and people thought that he would be the next Kareem Hunt. It's not working out that way. Darrell Williams has been the hot hand, but but yeah. he's still he's not even Damian Williams. And and if you expect like Damian last year went over 100 total yards and a touchdown, probably should have been that Super Bowl MVP if it wasn't for Patrick Mahomes. I, I just don't see the same fallout in, in this game, especially against the number one ranked rushing defense in the NFL. And they did that in the regular season without Vita Vea, who has now back. It's going to be all on Patrick Mahomes. Well, let's talk about his robust core of wide receiving wide receivers and tight ends. I mean, we're, we're talking about one of the greatest tight ends to ever play Travis Kelsey, the only tight end in NFL history to have 1300 receiving yards. Only, only beating Gronk, who was uh, had 1,100 receiving yards in one of his best seasons. Uh, Travis Kelsey, his numbers, do you think that they're too high? I believe they're in the 90s. Um, I, I, anytime touchdown for him, minus 175, that seems to be kind of one of those uh, can't-lose prop bets for Sunday. Travis Kelsey, um, touchdown-wise, let's start here. I believe he scored a touchdown in seven of his past eight games, um, including let's see, one, two, including six games uh, consecutive. He put up two against Buffalo uh, in the AFC championship in the AFC championship game. He's also had three straight games with ninety-eight plus yards receiving, and since week eight. There's only been one game in which he went under 82 yards, which is back in week 15 against New Orleans, and, and then back in week 12 against Tampa Bay when he went 8 for 82 uh, without a touchdown. That was the only game in that period in which he didn't score. Uh, he's almost a lock to go over 90-plus yards in a touchdown. Yeah, I, you know, um, I, I just I worry about the health of – those Bucks linebackers, Levante David, one of the stars next to Devin White, Levante David, been limited all week, and Antoine Winfield Jr. Uh, the way that they're going to be able to contain not only Travis Kelsey, but the next guy on our list, who you know is going to be all over the field, wildly explosive. I don't think we've seen a player this fast, I mean, just in, in real game speed, in, in ever in the NFL. Tyreek Hill getting better and better, better and better every single year. He was on my fantasy team. I got to tip my cap to him. Tyreek Hill, his prop is over 92 and a half receiving yards and seven and a half receptions. I like the over on this one. 
Tyreek Hill is going to be huge in this game plan. What does worry me a little bit is Sammy Watkins' availability uh, mm-hmm. because in the past four postseason games with the Chiefs in which Sammy Watkins was active, he's had over 90 yards receiving, only one touchdown in those four games. And I'm going back to three last year and then the AFC Championship game, which they lost to New England, I believe, back in 2018. But Sammy Watkins, you know, fantasy-wise, uh, he's a disappointment, but he's one of those players who shows up in big spots. And if Sammy is active, I, I think he could take away from Tyreek Hill a little hmm. bit. Interesting. Interesting that you say that. Uh, another guy that's kind of like one step behind him, Mecole Hardman. Uh, you know, if Tyreek Hill is fast, this kid is oh, just as fast. Uh, his explosive ability, I know that he's, you know, struggled his second year. He's still kind of getting his feet underneath him. But this seems like a pretty easy prop bet. 28 and a half receiving yards. Yeah, I'll take the over on that. I I believe I saw Demarcus Robinson's a little bit banged up. Uh, But McCole Hardman, we're seeing him more and more involved in this offense. Remember, they drafted McCole Hardman. That was the offseason in which Tyreek Hill, we didn't know if he was going to be suspended or not. He had those offseason issues, but he he was a similar player, only McCole Hardman was only a wide receiver in his lifetime for about two years in college, a very raw player, a similar skill set as Tyreek Hill. And now when they're both on the field together, you have to watch for the big play. And, and they do like to hand it off to McCole Hardman and Tyreek Hill. So yeah, I'll, I'll take the over on, on, on anything McCole Hardman at 28 and a half yards. Is there any player on this Chiefs offense and their offensive game plan that you like the under? I, I think that we can all assume that the, the Chiefs are going to put up by uh, three, 400, 500 total yards. Uh, I, I mean... Just for the for the meager better to say, hey, I you know I don't think this guy's gonna have a great game. I, I mean, the obvious one's Le'Veon Bell. Yeah, I don't even know if he's gonna be active in this game. Uh, but for whatever reason, they signed him. It's not working out. I saw the report that came out about a week or two ago saying that he signed with Kansas City um, because he knew he wasn't going to get a significant workload. I don't know where Le'Veon Bell's head is at, but it's not in a football game. Uh, so he's a player I'm going to completely fade on Super Bowl Sunday. Uh, even Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, maybe I'll take a shot on an anytime touchdown score prop. But as far as over under for total yards or rushing yards, I'm really feeling Darrell Williams, or, or even over Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. I called that last week. Uh, what is it? Two weeks ago, man. How many times do you get confused here now? Just given the whole situation. And this is actually a very interesting question. Uh, transitioning to the game and just kind of like the intangibles of this Super Bowl. Uh, do you think that uh, these players have uh, just given like the fast start? Do you think that he, you, do you think that the Chiefs, which are flying in on Saturday, uh, you know they haven't dealt they've dealt with all of the Super Bowl media madness, which can be absolutely exhausting and family and tickets. Uh, they've been at home for the last six days and granted the two weeks, two weeks off. Do you think that um, just in terms of totals or first quarter totals, second quarter totals that we could see a lot of points early, just given the rest. I think that can go either way because you think about the rest and and then there's also the other side of it. Um, the other side of the consensus who believes, well, 
maybe they're going to start slow because they've been sitting at home. That obviously didn't come into play. This is a Chiefs team. They rested everybody in week 17. Then they had the bye week, and then they started off hot. I agree with you here where I think we're going to see our, our normal hot start from the Kansas City Chiefs. The Buccaneers on the other side, they need to answer. They can't yeah. fall 17, 14 points in this Super Bowl and expect to uh, crawl their way out. The game plan that I had set, I, I had Green Bay with the lead in the first quarter and the lead in the first half just because of the con. I mean, just based on the principle that Tampa Bay over the last few weeks of just the way that they've played has gotten behind. And then finally, Tom Brady looks at his second half adjustments. They go into the locker room and then, you know, they make a game plan from there and they start throwing the ball and being more aggressive. But I was pleasantly surprised that they took the lead early, but uh, yeah, again, this boils down to the, that bucks defense and the way that they're going to be able to get pressure and contain Patrick Mahomes in the pocket. Uh, let's talk about more of the bucks receivers on their prop bets. Chris Godwin was a hot hand. And I, I mean, I, I'm just thinking that Godwin himself is kind of Brady's guy, at least right now. Uh, he had almost hundred yards receiving last week, one of the prop bets that I loved that almost hit was Chris Godwin over 100 receiving yards and an anytime touchdown. It was plus 550. What do you think about his numbers? I, I think that pretty much Vegas has nailed it with the team totals and the player totals on this. His numbers at around 77. I know. I think that's fair here. And, and if it's 77 um, in four out of his past five games, he would have hit that prop. He would have hit the over. Uh, New Orleans held him to 34 yards. But in all but two games in which Chris Godwin was active this year, he's had six targets. This guy hasn't been healthy. He's dealt with a multitude of, uh, you know, small injuries, but injuries, you know, to the finger, uh, to his lower body that has impacted him. Last season with Jameis Winston, Chris Godwin was a breakout. I think he took a little bit of a backseat at Mike Evans this year. But to me, Chris Godwin's the more explosive player. I, I think Brady, if you think about where Chris Godwin plays, he, he's a slot receiver. He's the most, and Julian Edelman and Danny Amendola and Wes Welker, they've all been outstanding. But Chris Godwin is the most versatile and athletic slot receiver uh, Tom Brady has ever had. Of course, he's going to lean on him. I love that. I absolutely love that. And uh, yeah, I agree with you. I think that Godwin's going to have the game over Mike Evans. Let's switch gears to some more fun stuff. And uh, a couple of your articles on the game day, you asked me, do you want to talk about regular prop bets or do you want to talk about exotic props? When you think Super Bowl, you think the color of the Gatorade, the coin toss, the over-under on the national anthem. Uh, I, what's the difference between a regular prop and exotic prop? I mean, I feel like some of, the, some of these props can cross the line for both. Um, I think the biggest difference is like, you know, a regular prop in the regular season, you're not going to see Gatorade color. You're not going to see uh, the one that I really featured at the top of my article is a player going to throw a football into the cannon porthole during a celebration, <laughs> which is over at points bet. Um, I, I think exotic props are a little bit more fun, maybe a little bit tougher to hit. But if you look at the odds, they're all in the positive. I, I, you know, I thought that that was hysterical. And you said that Chris Sims was the last person in 2014 to throw a football into the cannon and got stuck. So 
Um, if we're trying to stay away from celebrating the pirate ship in the home stadium of Raymond James Stadium with the Bucks, I I I don't know. I mean, I, I might roll with that prop bet. It's kind of it's kind of curious, but my my prop bet that I want to throw out there to you. How many times? What's the over under on mentioning Bill Belichick during the broadcast? Because for any given Sunday, I'm going to, especially this Super Bowl Sunday, I'm going to take, I'm going to hammer that over. I didn't write this up. So I, off the top of my head, I don't know the over. No, but this, is, this is my exotic prop that I wanted oh. to toss to you. I was, I was going to, I was going to text it to you, but then I was like, nah, I'm just going to surprise him. Okay. That, that's, that's one that I, I, you know, the broadcast mentioning prop bets, I'll definitely take a look at those on Sunday. Let's just kind of go down your list. Um, just of these really funny prop bets that you've got. Um, the Gatorade one. Uh, first of all, uh, coin toss. Let's just get this out of the way. I'm going tails. Uh, is there really any money that's like heavy, sharp money that's on the heads or tails coin toss? You know, I don't think so. It, it's so cut and dry. It, it's 50 50. And, and, and it, there, there's nothing, there's no really, there, there's no context we can put in. I, I think you just bet what you're feeling. All right, so the Gatorade, I found it to be interesting. No. You broke it down, and orange is is the most common one. It's typically like, uh, wouldn't you agree that the teams don't choose, um, you know, their team colors for their Gatorade? And I feel like it's totally, it, it's mostly a surprise at the end, but red Gatorade has never been used. No. And I, that's the hot bet this year. Tell me about that. Oh, red Gatorade, uh, at least since Super Bowl 35, has never been dumped on a coach. But right now, next to orange, red Gatorade's at plus 250 odds over at points bet right now. And the conspiracy theorists believe, well, the Chiefs have red and the Buccaneers have red. But when I'm making my wager, I'm thinking about the old creamsicle orange Tampa Bay uniforms. And in the past 11 years, orange Gatorade has been dumped five times. So I'm going to go with the plus 125 orange Gatorade wager. I'm going to go completely completely off the radar. I'm going to go blue at plus 900. I I found it to be fascinating for some of these prop bets and um you know just for the average better out there, I feel like I'm going to take $100. So it's like $100, it's it's 10 units. Uh how many of those bets do you throw $5 on? Like you know, I know you were saying something about some crazy odds and might as well throw five bucks on that. It's you know it's plus two twenty two fifty five yeah, return. That, that, that's the cannonball. That that's yeah, the that's the, the porthole odds. Yeah, you throw so, five I mean, bucks on there. It's two fifty five return, and it's not like NFL players don't like to use props. And I ran it down with sharpie markers, cell phones. The Salvation Army bucket with Ezekiel Elliott jumping in. And, you know, when Patrick Mahomes, when we see him score a rushing touchdown or let's say the receiver running back flips the ball back to him, he always throws it into the stand. Yeah. Why not? It's five bucks. And, 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 you know, you could waste five bucks on a lot of things that won't give you $255 on the other side. When you're looking at some of these exotic props and these game props, how do you divvy up the money in your minds? Do you, I mean, is it just kind of you go on gut feeling? This is, I'm really strong on playoff Lenny, over 100 yards, anytime touchdown. I'm really feeling Brady in the under. Like, so, so what? You put three, four units on those? How do you break it down? Um, it, it goes off of context and, and you know, uh, past statistics and also gut feeling. 
I'm all in on Leonard Fournette and a lot of his props and the combo props with yardage and touchdowns. So I'm going heavier on Leonard Fournette. I'm going heavier on the Brady over two and a half touchdowns. Now, there's one here in my exotics article, the method of victory. You have Chiefs in regulation at minus 155, the Bucks at one plus or at plus 145. And then you have the two overtime bets at 1,602,000. In Super Bowl history, only one game has gone into overtime. Consequently, one by Tom Brady. But yeah. why waste anything on an overtime wager? Yeah. Because no, the I... odds are so far. This is a bet where if you believe Tampa is going to win and you're going to get plus 145 odds to win in regulation, I go heavy on that. But you have to believe Tampa is going to win. Yeah. And I, I found it to be interesting. I was thinking to myself, I'm looking at that. I'm like, how else would they end the game? And uh, the biggest question is if it's tied in the fourth quarter or one team has a narrow lead, hopefully it's over three points. So everyone doesn't cry when some of their, some of their plays don't cover their parlays don't cover, Uh, you know, whoever has the ball last I'm saying is going to win this game. And uh, you know, you have to think that whoever is going to win this game is going to be, it's going to win it handedly. So um, you know, taking a knee at the end of regulation, I, I think is right. an easy one. So you believe that they are going to take a knee? Uh, you know, the, the only way that they wouldn't take a knee is if Kansas City has the ball and they're trying to make a comeback. Well, yes and no, because I wrote about this and the odds to take a knee are minus 200 and no is plus 159. And I think about it. OK, so for the winning team, they have to have possession of the ball. Um, and the clock has to be the clock and down and distance has to be in their favor. We've seen instances where it's a three point game. Maybe they're in their own territory. Um, let's say that there's a couple of seconds left on the clock and then all of a sudden they're in punt formation. We see the punter run around for a couple for a couple of seconds and fall on the ground. Game's over. Yeah. Or if it's a tie game uh, with under a minute left, a team scores, and all of a sudden we're looking at 10 seconds left on the clock, this game ends on a kickoff. One of the bigger concepts and the ideas, obviously everyone believes it's a high-scoring game. I believe that Vegas really nailed it with these lines. I'm loving the over on this this matchup. It's 56 points. I think that they nailed it perfectly. I'm taking Bucks money line plus 140. But uh, is it going to be a blowout? I don't think so. And another one of your prop bets that you have is uh, the largest match lead Mm -hmm. is 16 and a half. Um, It's only at a plus 100. Why do you think that that would be in consideration? I like the under on that. I I think this is going to be a closer game than it was back in week 12 because the largest lead, I believe, back in week 12 was 17 points, and that was early, and then Tampa comes back. I I, I don't see this being a blowout in any direction. Maybe 14, maybe two touchdowns, but do I see more than three possessions uh, in this Super Bowl? that was a different Tampa Bay Buccaneers team. If you remember that 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 early team with Tampa Bay, they started off hot the middle of the season. I don't know if they were forcing Antonio Brown in, into the game plan, but they lost a couple of games. And the final game they lost going into their, to, into their bye was Week 12 against Kansas City. They have their Week 13 bye, and since then they've been – Possibly the hottest team in football. This is going to be a different Buccaneers team that Kansas City is going to get. So this is going to be really, really close. Who's your team prediction and what's your final score for Sunday? Lay it on the line for me. 
I have Tampa Bay winning outright, obviously covering covering the spread. Um, and my final score, 31-28. Okay. I, I, I like that. And um, I, I said this yesterday that I, I have two scores in mind. And I'm allowed to have both. Kind of just the way that the, the, the this is going to be playing out. I guess I have to go with the other one if I'm going to say that it's the over. If there's going to be over... 56 points. I have Tampa Bay 36 chiefs, 28. So kind of similar, but an extra touchdown for Tom Brady. So hammer that prop on Tom Brady over two and a half rushing or two and a half. Anytime touchdowns. I I love it. I I'm really super, I'm super excited for this game. I can't wait for it. Anthony Servino, where can they find all of your work? I I just, I loved it. I, I thoroughly enjoyed going through all of your articles um, I, you really know what you're talking about. And, uh, I, I'm glad that you could share your knowledge with the audience that I have. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. You can follow me uh, on Twitter and all of, of the other social media, uh, outlets at the real NFL guru. I, I do the bulk majority of my content now over at the game, the NFL, but I also have my own, uh, podcast and live stream, which you could follow at the FF face off. All right, you heard it here first. Bucks to the house. Tampa Bay Bucks to the house. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early, so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts, so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Before Shopify, were you wondering, where my sales at? Now you're selling with Shopify, the global commerce platform supercharging your selling. You have no problem selling online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Gary, easy on the cha-ching. <clears throat> oh, sorry, but my Shopify sales are through the roof. Start selling with Shopify today and discover how millions of businesses around the world use Shopify to ignite their selling. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com listen. Shopify.com listen.